Jesse got trapped in a coal mine, digging in the dark black pearl. Jesse got trapped in a coal mine, and never did marry his girl. There ain't no air, and there ain't no light, and there ain't no way to make it out alive. His wedding was planned for the 5th of July, but Jesse got trapped in a coal mine, never did marry his girl. get tired and poor it draws you in like an opium and beckons you back for more there ain't no air and there ain't no light and there ain't no way to make it out alive his wedding was planned for the 5th of july but jesse got trapped in a coal mine he never did marry his girl what's going on everybody happy wednesday this song's about a guy who was going to get married in love and then got trapped in a coal mine and died. Yeah. Kind of sad song. But all wrapped up in upbeat music. All right, whatever. Uh, what's everyone doing today? How's everyone doing? Let's see who's in the chat. We got JJ Patterson 01. Welcome. Was the first. John Steele, Abe Carolla. I think uh, I saw Colton in here. John Boy Media, probably Keith. Uh, what's good? What's everyone doing? How's everyone doing? Hope you uh, had a good night's sleep or whatever. You know what? It feels like it feels like Friday to me because <clears throat> uh, we did so much damn shit the last couple of days. Uh, if you saw like our record schedule, we did uh, well Sunday. We did three episodes. We we're supposed to do zero. We did six on Monday and yesterday. Yesterday I was on mic or phone call from uh, the morning show, which is like nine o'clock or eight thirty, until seven o'clock at night. Because uh, Jake's going away, we're going away for the weekend, so everything that's going to get posted <clears throat> next Wednesday needs to be recorded before by the end of the day today. So just I was brain dead yesterday. I think I did morning show, John Boy and Jake Radio, talking baseball. Laps from the past, uh, talking Yanks, and then all yesterday, and then we had a lot of business phone calls in between. It's crazy. I woke up today. I was like, it's only fucking Wednesday? Damn. What's up, Kevin Young? Morning from Jersey. How you doing? Anyway, today we have Talking Baseball. We recorded that yesterday. All about that ridiculous health codes they put out. Just utterly like crazy health codes that they put out in order to play baseball. John Boy and Jake Radio will go live at 10 o'clock. You can join and watch live if you uh, want some background noise or want to do that. Uh, watching baseball today is, you know what? I checked it because I'm like, every time I need to check what the watching baseball is while saying this live, let's check it before we go live, Jimmy. That's what I said to myself, and then I forgot it. So it's tough. Oh, game uh, 1999, game 163. Uh, with the Mets, lighter goes crazy. So that's cool. Uh, and then talking Knicks, they jumped on to talk about some Knicks basketball and some last dance talk. 
Let's see what they have here. The Knicks hired Walt Perrin and Frank Zanin as Leon Rose reshapes the front office. So that's what they were talking about there. There you go. That's everything. Whoa. Whoa. I done messed up. I done messed up the settings for here. Anyway, The weather today in Garden City, Kansas is 54 degrees and mostly cloudy. 54 and mostly cloudy. That's like middle America right there, Garden City. I uh, I Googled Garden City, and it was kind of tough because the first thing that came up was a bomb threat, and the next thing came up was like a part of a documentary about Murder City, and I was like, that blows. Um, you know, I'm sure that people from Garden City would be like, actually, we have a really nice town, not just the murder and the bombing. So I was like, all right, let's find some other stuff. But I couldn't find some other stuff, you know? So Garden City is in middle America. I like that. Uh, it's got a Lee. It's got a zoo in there. It's called the Lee Richardson Zoo. So go check that out. And their biggest employer is Tyson Foods. And that's about all I could really find that I thought was worthwhile. Um, the bomb threat's kind of crazy. I just hate, like, you know, I lived in a town that had something terrible happen. And I hate that, like, you say, oh, I lived in Newtown. And they're like, oh, that's, and I'm like, mm, that sucks. So I don't want to do that to Garden City. But I couldn't find anything else. Got to up the Wikipedia. Tell me about some good shit, you know? There's some cool uh, old, old, um, old uh, footage of it from back in the day. It was like 30,000 people, I believe which in Kansas was like a huge, like a pretty big city, but isn't most places. Abe Carolla says he's been there, not a whole bunch going on. So, official. Abe has it. Not a lot going on in Garden City. A lot going on with our random baseball player of the day today, Denver Clayton Lemaster. Is it Lee Master or, or Lemaster? I'm going to say Lee Master or Lemaster. Lee Master, Lemaster. Don't know. Um, do we have music still playing? Looks like, looks like they're singing, but I can't hear it. Weird. Um, anyway, dude, Denny Lemaster, like I put in the title. They said he was the second uh, Warren Spahn, and then they said he was the second Koufax. And what it really made me realize is how bullshit sports reporters used to be. Uh, just, just nonsense. So, like, all right, first off, wild quote from our dude Denny here. He said he grew up in Oxnard, California, um, L.A., and he said he, he says he developed his pitching accuracy from throwing rocks at tree stumps and his quote is, I got so good at throwing rocks, I could knock a bird out of a tree whenever I wanted to. Which is, I mean, it's like a weird thing to brag about, but cool. I mean, so like, just know, Denny Lee Master, he killed some birds as a kid. He was out there bird killing with rocks. Scouts came, they're like, how'd you get your accuracy? And he just held up a string of dead birds. It's like, ask these fuckers. So that's how he got good. He said the day he graduated high school, he came home to his off, uh, to his house, and there was 15 Major League scouts just waiting on his doorstep. That's pretty wild. Uh, he signed with the Braves. Uh, he eventually got called up with the Braves, and in his first start, he pitched a complete game loss 
but he only gave up six hits and two earned runs. So like a hell of a debut for our dude, Denny, right? The sports reporter, um, the Milwaukee press decided that their, the heir to spawn was most likely found. After one game, after one game, they were like, yeah, this dude's the next Warren spawn. What? It's, uh, they did that to Phil Hughes, too. When Phil Hughes came up, they were like, this dude's the next Roger Clemens. You can't do that to guys. You, I think there is an organization out there. I forget who it is. Is it the Royals? Their front office basically says, if they have a scout, compare a, a young guy or a minor leaguer or a prospect to a Hall of Famer, they get kicked out of the room. You can't compare prospects to Hall of Famers. It's just stupid, especially to the public, because, you know, no matter what Denny Lamaster does, he's not going to be next Warren fucking Spawn. Whatever Phil Hughes did, he wasn't going to be next Roger Clemens. Stupid. But that's like, you know, now they can't really do that because we have access to minor league stats and we have video to minor league games and the public can be like, uh, no, nah, man, you know, it was just one game. Back then, they're like, all right, guess reporters are going to do what they're going to do. So anyway, dude is pretty good. Um... Dude is pretty good. He set the record for strikeouts. He set the Braves record for strikeouts in his first season with 190, shattering Warren Spahn's best. So he was called the second Spahn. Um, and then he threw two shutouts in September, and Hank Aaron said that guy's going to win 20, 20 games one season. So a lot, a lot of hype for our dude Denver. A lot of hype. And then there was a game. I wonder if I can find it. There's a game where he outdueled Koufax. Hmm. I wonder if I can find this and we can go through the game log. Let me see. I find it. It's August 9th, 1966. Let's go hunt that down. August. What did I say? August 9th, 1966. He outdued, dueled. Kofax. Um, what day was it? I'm so dumb. August 9th, 1966. Wake up, Jimmy. Here it is. All right, let's see how many nicknames we got. Atlanta Braves versus Los Angeles Dodgers. Um, all right. Dodgers had Willie, Maury, Lou, Tommy, Dix, Jim, John, Jim, John, John, Sandy. That sounds like the Goodwill hunting scene when um, Matt Damon's listing all of his fake brothers. Willie, Maury, Lou, Tommy, Dick, Jim, John, John, Sandy. Hey, here's a question. Like, what's uh, Sandy Koufax's real name? Sanford Koufax. I've never given that thought a day in my life. And now I'm wondering, how did I not want to find out what Sandy Koufax's nickname was or full name Sanford on the Braves. We've got Felipe, Eddie, Hank, Gene, Rico, Mac, Mike, Ty, Dennis, Woody Woodward. Whoa. Woody Woodward. Real name, William Frederick Woodward. I mean, of course you're going to go by Woody Woodward. Career 1.6 war, career 64 OPS plus, nine years in the league, 
Woody Woodward. That's a weird name. Like, what if you were to do that with other names? Like, if a guy was named, like, his last name was Michelson. You just call him Mikey, even though his first name is Bob. Or, like, Johnson. That would be like if your last name's Johnson, people just call you Johnny. I bet that does happen. Hmm. Okay. We're on a subject. Anyway, here's the pitching lines. He outdueled Koufax. Koufax went eight and a third uh, with two earned runs. And Lamaster went nine innings pitched, three hits. But I believe our dude Denver had a no-hitter for a while. Uh, first inning, strikeout, ground out, walk, walk. So he just walked Lou and Tommy. Got Dick out, though. Second inning, one, two, three, two strikeouts. Third inning, strikeout, strikeout, foul, pop, fly. So no hitch yet. Wow, struck out the side. In whatever inning we're on here, uh, I have lost track. The fourth. Then in the fifth, one, two, three inning. In the sixth, one, two, three inning. In the seventh, one, two, three inning. So he had seven no-hit innings. And then Jim Lefevre. Lefevre hit a home run. And then he gave up a double to Sandy Koufax. How about that? Damn. Koufax got him. Anyway, Eddie Matthews hit a walk-off home run uh, in the bottom of the ninth to give the Braves the lead. Denny Lamaster outduels Koufax. He, he later went, he got traded. Let's see. He got traded to the Astros at one point. And then... They lowered the mound, and he had a quote about the mound being lowered, like, my leg hits the ground way too fast. I don't like this. Um, I don't know if it's still uh, outputting or not. It seems like it's not. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. If this buffers and gets bad on YouTube, it's always on the podcast app, and then I'll just fix it in post and, and re-upload the good one. But anyway, I'll just keep going as if we're we're not having technical difficulties. We may not be. I can't figure it out. But anyway, Denny Lamaster, there's something else about him that I wanted to share. There was something else about Denver Lemaster that I wanted to share. What was it? Oh, this story. Okay. This story's cool. He, uh, Pete Rose was about to win the batting title, right? He was with the Astros. Denny was with the Astros in 1967. Pete Rose was, uh, about to win the batting title and pitching the last game of the season or very close to the end. Rose came over while the players were warming up and, uh, Rose was in a tight race with Matty Alou for the national batting title. So Rose comes up to our dude, Denny, and says, hey, I'm trying to win the batting title. Think you can help me out? And Denny said, if we're winning by a good margin and I'm still pitching, I'll see what I can do. And then late in the game, the Astros were winning by a good margin and Denny was still pitching and Rose gets into the box and he grooves a fastball right down the middle and Rose takes it and Denny said, there it was. You just let it go by. In the middle of the field, 
But the next pitch, he served him up another fastball right down the middle. Uh, and and uh, Rose get, got a single. Rose gets the batting title. After the game, Rose signed a bat that said thank you and gave it to Denny. Which is, I don't know. Like, how often do you think think that happens? I have no idea how often that happens. I have no idea. It's kind of crazy. I would guess a lot. Why would Denny just give it to him? Kind of makes me not like Denny. You just give Pete Rose the batting title? Matty Alou should be pissed. Like, you know, Rose sends... Rose sends Denny a bat that says thank you. Matty Lou should send Denny a bat that says fuck you. Groove me one. Unless he was getting pitches grooved for himself later on in life. You know, not later on, at the same time. You know, are they are batting title champions just getting pitches grooved to them in big games? I don't like it. Shouldn't have helped him out, Denny. Not, 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 not enjoying hearing that. But I also kind of am. That's a really cool story. Would have been cooler if Denny was like, nah, I'm going to get you out, dude. Because that's like the sport we're playing. That would have been cooler in my opinion. Um, All right. Well, I think the video isn't working at all anymore. So I can kind of stop with the video aids. uh, And I can just skip on over to the next thing. So that's all on uh, Denver. That's all I have to say about that. The book and the story I'm talking about today is Dodge City, again. But these history books have so many stories that are cool that I mark down while I read them. There's a story in this book um, that's so awesome. I told it on John Boy and Jake Radio one time, but I didn't flag it or mark it down, I don't believe. And then I also, what I did while I was reading this book, I found out, is that I, I marked a lot of... I marked a lot of pages and with a highlighter, but didn't flag them. (laughs) So that was dumb of me. And I think I just did this. Okay. No, 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 no. So, all right. If you guys, uh, Dodge city, Dodge city is a crazy place. You know, got to get out of Dodge. The wild West was nuts. There was no laws there. And that's why people went there. It was a bunch of cow towns and people that were hurdling cattle. And then they cowboys and they would stop. Um, they would just need a place to sleep. And then it was just a bunch of men, working men. So then, you know, obviously they were like, Hey, we'd like to drink and gamble while we sleep. So then that's how these towns, uh, started. And they were like, you know, they were not for families and they were not for like civilization for a long time. They were just for debauchery. And Dodge City was the worst of the worst and, until Wyatt Earp got there. But it started getting civilized. And here's a good story that shows the mix. There was this dude that hung around Dodge City and his name, his name was uh, Mysterious. Um, what was his name? Mysterious Matt, Mysterious Mike. Mis- what the fuck? It was Mysterious. Now I'm mad at myself. Because it's not really an important detail, but I started telling you, so now I feel like I have to tell you. Mysterious Dave. All right, so this guy's name was Mysterious Dave. Wyatt Earp liked him because he never talked. You could never figure out what he was saying. Everyone was scared of Mysterious Dave. They're like, this guy's, like, what is he all about? Was basically a mute, kept his words inside, and all that. Um, So as usual... Uh, there No, so this this preacher comes to Dodge City, right? And he's trying to help all the sinners 
uh, repent and apologize, and you can go to heaven, right? So he, he turns one of the saloons into a church. So then you have regular saloon uh, patrons there just kind of hanging out. And then there's this preacher saying, all sinners, you know, confess to your sins, and after you do that, you can go straight to heaven. Confess to your sins and all that. And all of a sudden, this dude in the back just starts shooting, shooting the ceiling up, shooting everyone up. Like, what the hell? And it was Mysterious Dave. And Mysterious Dave never talked. And he basically said, if you want to go straight to heaven, I'll help you. But you guys are just going to confess to your sins right now, and then you're going to go sin tomorrow night. So why don't you confess to your sins, and then I'll send you straight to heaven, and you don't run the risk of sinning again later in life. Let's get it over with. But then everyone in the bar was like, no, 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 we don't want to die. We don't want to die, and we're scared of them. And he was like, yeah, you're a bunch of hypocrites, and left. And that was like a, a priest comes to Dodge City to try and put in some uh, civility, and then you got a guy like, oh, you want to go straight to heaven? I'll fucking help you. Mysterious Dave. They kicked him out of Dodge City. They were like, hey, you didn't kill anyone, so we can't really get you in trouble, but you should probably just get out of here. And he did, and they never saw him again. Mysterious Dave. His, his direct quote, which I, which I find impossible in history books, like when they do direct quotes, it kind of always makes me laugh. Like, you don't know if that's a direct quote. Not from the fucking 1800s. But he said, uh, the preacher asked them to come forward and confess their sins. And after they did, the preacher said they would go straight to heaven. I figured to help them take advantage of that opportunity right away before sinning again and ruining things. But they really didn't want to go. So they're a bunch of hypocrites. And then uh, the cop said, it's, I think it's best you get out of here for a while. Kind of an interesting thing, you know. Repent for your sins, you go to heaven. You're probably going to sin again. Mysterious Dave may have been onto something there. Or he was just a fucking whack job. Probably that as well. This is such a good book if you're into like just random ass Wild West stories because it's about Wyatt Earp and Bat Masterson and and them, their lives and them taming Dodge City. But in the middle, when you get like them taming Dodge City, they just, you know, Clavin just writes a bunch of stories that happened in Dodge and it's nuts, the things that went down. There's one that's so crazy. I'll have to find it. It's like, a classic love triangle. And this dude thought this other dude was sleeping with the love of his life. So he went to that dude's house and shot up his bedroom from behind the the wood. But the girl was sleeping in the bed. So then he just shot the girl he liked. It's a, I forget. It's a crazy story. I'll have to find it. Uh, but, yeah, the buffering sucks. Usually I'd talk to the chat, but everyone just says it's, it's awful and buffering. And uh, I don't know. Usually my internet's pretty good, so I don't know what's going on. Maybe uh, maybe Katie's out there just downloading tons of shit. So I'll just shout out the people that seem to hang around. We got uh, Rob Regan says buffering is awful. Jared Williams wrote buffering and then did, like, a little buffering sign. Luis Ortiz did, like, uh, like a... Uh, angry face with a zipper mouth. What's that? Jackson Rodman said, Hey, John boy, Jared Williams said, hi, John boy. Evan Nugent said, morning. Love your videos. Thanks, Evan. And then Abe said, it's picking up now. Uh, it seems like it was brutal. I apologize for that. Uh, if it's like, if the replaying on the channel, I'll just re-upload it because I have the good version. 
Um, but yeah, I think that ends today. I don't know how long I went or whatever. Oh, it, it just changed from red to from red to yellow on my screen. Oh, back to red. So, oh, oh, back to uh, not sending any information. This is a fun game. Just if you're listening on the podcast app, it's perfect audio for you. And you probably are like, this is awful. Please stop giving me updates on the buffering of YouTube. Uh, Sentinel, Sentinel I. Morning from Minnesota, man. Love your shows. Can I get a shout out? Shout out uh, Centennial I. See, Luis Ortiz said, all clear now. But I'm telling you, you guys are on a bit of delay. It goes bad again. <laughs> this is brutal. <laughs> Sorry. Um, anyway, um, I mean, that's everything I was going to talk about on this quick show. Anyway, I forgot to do my opening spiel again, which I said I was going to do at the beginning of the show. This is for me. It's not for you. But if you enjoy it, that's cool, too. Um, truly is just like. If someone has asked, like, hey, Jimmy, what are you interested in? I'd be like, uh, geography of America, baseball, history, books, music. Oh. You should do a morning show about that. Oh, I did. No one asked for this. Huh? Don't care. Makes me get up every morning. Good start to the day. I enjoy it. Talking to no one. Well, no, the chat's here. Regrip. If that was on a hoodie, I'd definitely buy it for sure. Yeah, we should. I mean, I, that's uh, we have a, we have a, a a graphic designer now. We want to put out more shirts and all that. You know, like if baseball is going on, we want to tackle more of like you know popular sayings and the breakdowns or popular nicknames or whatever you know, and, and make more shirts uh, of that elk. But uh, there's no baseball, so that's hard. And then also, we are redoing so much. Like, I don't know if you guys saw our, our new website, johnboymedia.com, because the old one was brutal, and the new one is, uh, is really good. And, you know, so we're putting a lot of efforts there, a lot of efforts to making sure all the social media pages look nice and are pretty. Um, producer Luke, who's full-time now uh, for the summer and helping produce this morning show, giving me topics and, and bullet points and stuff, He we're going to make a a Twitter and an Instagram account um, that we can put some information there and maybe t- take some polls or maybe take some suggestions there for the morning show. I think that's something we're trying to get done today. Um, and to be like completely openly honest with you guys, it, it's just for SEO reasons. Um, you got to make, you have to make accounts for every show that you make for SEO reasons and, and just to make them official in the eyes of advertisers and everything else. So, um, I was like, I don't know if the morning show needs its own Twitter account. I just, my, it's my Twitter account. But then, you know, I'm not going to post like five little highlights or, or whatever on my personal Twitter. So maybe it'll, it will be good. If you want to, you know, I think maybe it'd be cool every Friday to just do a little medley, a recap of like each baseball player we talked about, or maybe post a graphic uh, after each day that has like the, the song, the book, the player, the town. Um, I don't know. There's stuff you can do. Um, we're going to do it. Have you ever read Earl Shaw's Geography in Baseball? I have not. But I'll put it on my long, 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 long list of books to read. In the Journal of Geography. Is that what it's called? All right. Anyway, I think this is going to bow out. Thank you guys for hanging out. I'll see you tomorrow. Hopefully the internet's better then. 
Have a good uh, Wednesday. Feels like Friday to me, but it's Wednesday. And we'll see if I can play this song again. That's why a lot of people aren't here right now. Whoa, this is just them talking. All right. See you guys. Fucking now it's on green. <clears throat> now now it's saying the internet's perfect. All right, see you guys.